With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Utah Man Podcast. Bringing you the latest news and analysis for your Utah Utes. Now your hosts, Cameron, Ryan, and Scott. Welcome on into the Utah Man Podcast. On this episode, we're breaking down quarterbacks and wide receivers to get you ready for the 2018 football season. I'm Cameron. We got Ryan. Hey, Ute Nation. And we got Scott, unfortunately. Ryan's still awake, and I am here. I'm ready to go. I am fired up. I'm barely still awake. You guys keep me up too late doing these. If you haven't caught our other episodes of breaking down the positions uh, for the 2018 season, after this episode, go back and listen. We have defensive line, linebackers, uh, running backs, and the O-line. So we've had a lot of fun recording those. Uh, We hope everyone enjoys them. All right, so let's just get into it. Wide receivers, I am excited for this group. I think every season, or not every season, the last couple of seasons, we've been saying, oh, this is the greatest wide receiving core we've had in a long time. It's the most depth. And I'm going to say it again this season. I think this is, on paper, one of the most talented wide receiving groups that Utah has had in a long time. I'm excited as well about the, the wide receivers. Um, got a lot of talent coming back. We obviously lost Raylon Singleton, which is, I think, a little bit of a hit. But I'm really excited to... We, we lost somebody else, too. Carrington? Just, just number 11. Folk? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let us not forget, we lost, a, you know, a career five catches in Kyle Folk's. So that's... <laughs> uh, we gotta we got to make that up somewhere. <laughs> More drops than catches. Hope his dad's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in big trouble. <laughs> No, no, Kyle Folks, hey, I love what he did for the program. I just don't ever want to watch another screen pass to him again. We're also missing Darren Carrington from last season as well. Which which is which was definitely a hit, a bigger hit than Singleton, obviously, because uh, he came up with some big catches. Um, but I'm really excited with about all the guys coming back, but really excited about Covey. I mean, I think that's going to be huge getting him back. Yeah, I mean, you go across the board, um, bringing Covey back, you get him in the slot. Jalen Dixon looked pretty good in spring ball in the slot position. He's a f- he's 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 quick. He's he's got that. He's got speed, a little, a little smaller build. Simpkins but, is proven. Yeah, I mean, you've got Simpkins coming back. Um, Mariner Wilson is back. Coc Mariner George Wilson <laughs> the third. Yeah, uh, Samson Nakua. Well, and, and then you got Solomon Enos coming in, who's a big time uh, um, get in the in this recruiting class. Bronson Boyd, and then Bronson oh, Boyd, yeah. he's 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 who I'm most excited about, just because of all the hype. He was the scout team guy last year. Nobody could defend him. We've heard all through spring how uh, he's just standing out, and you know he's got next level ability. 
But I think a guy who got a limited amount of playing time last year too and showed some glimpses of potential was was Brian Thompson. Yeah, he he looked he looked good and and yeah, he got opportunities last year. I think the last receiver we need to talk about or just at least mention is uh, Terrell Perriman out of Florida coming in as a freshman this year. He's got a, a lot of hype. Uh he might see some action. 5'11", 182 and wheels for days. Kind of, kind of Covey like. He's got, he's got some NFL. Although genes he's a in lot taller, too. he's a lot taller than Covey. But now, I mean, it, 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 all joking aside, you look at this this core. You've Covey's a proven guy, regardless that he's coming off the mission. You've got Simpkins, you've got Coc Mariner, George Wilson, whatever his name is, um, and then you got Bronson Boyd, who is going to be a starter. Those guys are going to be your core, but yeah, I mean, you got Brian Thompson, who's going to give you depth. Um, Perriman, um, Jalen J- Jalen Dixon, Samson Nakua. Again, Samson Nakua was he was awesome the first half of last year, and he kind of faded towards mm-hmm. the the second half of the season. But you look for him; he's going to have, have he's got that experience coming back, and I would expect him to make a big impact. So there's plenty of weapons for Tyler Huntley to get the ball to. Or Jack Tuttle. <laughs> or Jason oh, Shelley. <laughs> but, no, I mean, o- overall, I'm really excited to kind of see, now that this offense is established, the guys know it. We've got tons of talent. We've got, not 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 only do we have the top-line talent, the starter talent, but we've got the depth, I think, that if we do have an injury or two, we've got guys that are going to be able to to step up and fill the void and get the job done, and that's what we've been missing in years past. I mean, the offense—it's there's no secret. The offense is what has kept this team from fulfilling their potential and finally winning the South, and they just have not been able to get it done and, and put consistent efforts week in and week out. You know, you, you have a good game, and then the next game you just follow it up with a doozy. You know, I mean, it's like you're look, spent all week looking in John Peace's pocket. They, they've <laughs> got to, they've got to find some consistency, and and I and I think this is going to be the year to do it. They've got the opportunity, they've got the guys, and um, I'm just excited to kind of see how it unfolds and and what Troy Taylor utilizes and his approach with with this type of talent. You know, I think one big factor, what kind of a big ace in this whole thing is Guy Holiday being the position coach. Every year he's been at Utah, the wide receiving group has gotten better, not only recruiting-wise, but production on the field. So I think you you take Guy Holiday and what he's teaching, what he's bringing into that room with those wide receivers, and now another season under Troy Taylor in that offense. With these guys that, again, on paper, I think this can be a really explosive air raid attack. Yeah, and... and, and, and the questions the question i kind of have is what what are we going to see is it going to be similar to last year or is is it going to be kind of a step up from last year um you know it was almost like last year every game was somewhat different we changed our approaches with the running game with um under center to uh to the shotgun to, to pistol the shotgun to the pistol with two backs yeah and uh-huh. and and so that's kind of what I want to see. Is and granted, I think it's good. Y- you you want to have the ability to change things up, keep the defenses honest. What I would personally like to see is a little less of this 
wholesale changes week to week and just continue to let your offense dictate the game. Let let it dictate what the how the defense is going to uh, defend it instead of us kind of dic- let it have an identity. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I'm say. I'm okay with whatever they do as long as we don't run the pistol <laughs> and he turns around and throws the pitch backwards right up the middle. <laughs> right in his gut from a, a yard away. <laughs> so we're, as, as we're talking to all these wide receiving um, players, I want to throw it to you guys. Is there a particular player that you're excited about for this upcoming season, whether it be an established guy or a, a newcomer? For me, it's Covey, even though we've already seen what he can do. Um, it's not a surprise, but just to have him back, I think he brings he brings just confidence to the offense. I think he I think he helped Travis Wilson immensely as a true freshman, and I and I think he I think he'll have that same ability to do with with Huntley. He catches everything. For as little as he is, he's he seems like a big target out there. And uh, he's got leadership abilities. I think he's going to do wonders for the offense and and for the throw game in general. You know, and, and Bronson Boyd's another one that uh, he's just got so much potential um, exuding out of him and his abilities. And so, you know, those those are the two for me that stand out. And you know, those are it's not breaking news here. That's probably the top two for most everybody, but. Yeah, thanks for stealing my guy there, Scott. Ryan, who are you excited about for this season? I think I'm probably most excited for Covey. And I think not – I th- I mean, he's going to do a number of things. He's probably going to be the punt returner um, as well. and But I think he'll add an element to the screen game that we haven't seen since he actually – since he left. He's a guy that can catch that that screen ball and make the first guy miss, where some of those guys in the past haven't necessarily been able to do that. And that's huge in the screen game. If you can make that first guy miss, then you've got blockers for everything else. I just wanted to shake and bake. He was an exciting player his freshman year. He's been, you know, you see him on Twitter. Uh, working very hard to get his body back in in in, in playing shape. So I mean, I I think it, it's right to expect thing great things from Covey this coming season. Um, I'm excited about Bronson Boyd. What you said, um, Scott. Obviously, there were some issues uh, at Texas Tech. He's been in the program now over a year, and in that year, he hasn't had, as far as what the coaching staff is telling us, he hasn't had any issues. So that's great. Because um, he's a, a, a tremendous talent, someone that can really help out this Utah uh, wide receiving group. I'm really looking forward to COC Mariner and what he's going to do. I think this is going to be his time to shine. This is going to be his season to step up and be the number one guy. Do, do you think he can be that guy? I think he can. I honestly, I I thought spring ball, he had a great spring ball. See, see and, and you you could be exactly right on that. I still see, even though Bronson Boyd has not caught a sna- caught a regular season pass at Utah, I almost just feel like he still exudes number one potential. I'm not going to argue with that. I, I Boyd's a, a, a tremendous talent. I'm not going to argue with that. I honestly, I think he can have a great season. I, I, you know, but for for me, Mariner, I, I honestly think that he has the tools, the skill set to take that next level in his game. 
And I think a lot of guys are looking at him. I think the coaching staff's looking at him. He's going to be the leader for this wider saving group. And I fully expect him to, to take that role on and succeed. So those are kind of our favorites for the wide receiving group coming into the season. You know, let us know what you think of the wide receivers, and you can tweet that in at Utah Man Podcast. Uh, before we go into the quarterbacks, we do want to let you know that we're brought to you by Double Tree Suites by Hilton in Salt Lake City downtown, 110 West, 600 South. Uh, give them a call at 801-359-7800. So the quarterbacks, we all know Tyler Huntley is the starting quarterback. Uh, we kind of talked about him in the running back section on, on the last podcast, things he can do in the running game to help the running backs, mostly by g- giving them the ball in those read option plays. But I think Tyler has really improved over the course of last season and in spring ball with his accuracy and with as many weapons as he has at his disposal with the running backs. I really expect Huntley to put up some big numbers uh, in the, in the throw game. Well, I think he has to. I mean, there's pressure on him. There's, I mean, Jason Shelley. I'm high on Jason Shelley. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying behind him, you've got Shelley who who's going to push. But you, it's the inevitable, right? Tuttle. No, there, no, no. Just just listen. But everybody's talking about Tuttle. There, there. Regardless of of what's happening, there, there's this pressure on Huntley. To get the job done and to do it at a high level, otherwise there's going to be the calls for for Tuttle. Where this offense needs to be, you have Tyler Huntley has to take a step forward this year. If he does not, then we're not going to have the season that we're wanting to have. And who knows if he can keep his job? He's got to take a step forward. That's a position you have to have growth upon. And 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 I would. There's nothing that. I, there's no, there's no reason, I think, that we should expect that he won't take that step. He got so much valuable experience last year. He's a, the second year in this offense, um, more comfortable in the leadership role, which is huge as a quarterback. Uh, he, I, think, I think he's going to take a big step forward, and, and he's got to. And this offense is going to roll through him both in the running game and in the passing game. And he's like we kind of talked about in the past, There's the, the weapons are there. He's just got to utilize them, and he's got to be not afraid to get the ball out of his hands and let other guys do the highlight reel type plays. And I think that's going to be key. Um, something you kind of talked about in the last episode, Ryan, with him is how, I mean, he's a tremendous talent. In high school, he could do everything. At this level, you can't do everything. You got to rely on your teammates. When you have a Zach Moss, a COC Mariner out there, a Britton Covey, you got to use those. I agree with both of you. He's he definitely has to take some steps, and I think we will. I think we saw, I think we saw some progression during spring ball, spring ball, um, and I think that progression is going to continue. And I, and I think there was some talk early on that. He, that Tuttle might come in and supplant him, and and obviously I don't. That's not going to happen this season. Um, so I think we 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 all think that Huntley has that starting job down. My my question is, who becomes the backup? Is it Shelley? Is it Tuttle? Are they going to redshirt Tuttle? That's that's a million dollar question. I I would I would think it's going to be Shelley. Obviously. We can't make a decision in spring. It's going to come down to who performs better in uh, in spring ball, or excuse me, in, fo- in fall camp. 
where I hope it's Jason Shelley, he's the same type of quarterback as Tyler Huntley. If you lose Huntley, you don't have to change everything. You, if you throw Tuttle in there, now you've got a, a guy who's just... A pocket passer. Yeah, a pocket passer. You kind of lose that dual threat for the most part. As highly recruited and touted as Tuttle was, I'd like to see him just kind of get his bearings and take some time to continue to learn the position and uh, and so that he's he's ready when that opportunity comes. You know, I mean, if you look at if you look at Jason Shelley, I mean, we, we talk about how small Tyler Huntley is, and you can't take hits. Well, Tyler Huntley's six feet two hundred. Jason Shelley's under six feet, and he's one eighty three. So that's where I don't think I don't think Shelley's ever going to be the answer. I think he's if he stays at the quarterback position, I think he's always going to be the the quote unquote backup type. He can come in, spark you, get some, get the job done. I just don't see where he would be able to maintain being healthy over the course of a season at that size. If, if Tyler Huntley can, <laughs> I'm not sure how Shelley would. But I'll tell you what, the kid can play. And then that's one thing I took away from spring ball. I'm um, going to practices. Is I automatically put Tuttle in at, at two and and Shelley three. I was kind of actually thinking that maybe they bring in another quarterback and and move Shelley to a different position. But Jason Shelley really surprised me this spring. I think he took a big step forward from where he was last year. I'm not saying that he took such a big step that he's going to be a, a starting quarterback, but I was really impressed. Uh, with, with with his ability and what he's done uh, since last season, even, heck, last camp, last fall when we saw him. The thing with Jack Tuttle is he's the complete package. The kid, I think, by far is the most prepared high school kid I've ever seen come to the university. I mean, obviously, we've only been, you know, attending practices and, and, and doing this for, for four years now, but out of those four years... He's got it all. No, he's he's extremely talented, and, and, and I mean, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Exactly. I mean, I mean, obviously, he has the physical parts to be a Division One quarterback. He's got the height. He's got the arm. He's got the strength. He's he's basically Tom Brady. 2. But he's he's been <laughs> pretty pretty close. Mm-hmm. He, but you can tell he's been preparing his whole life for this. You know who who else did that? Jake Heaps. So I'm just saying. No, no, that is the downfall. That I'm I just mean, saying. It, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. It's None not. of these guys are guarantees, and so that's why. And well, and I think we saw that with with Tuttle. I mean, one play, he looked phenomenal. Like he looked like one of the top quarterbacks in the country. And then the very next play in, in spring ball, you would see him and say, "Yeah, he's a 17 year old kid who technically should still be in high school." Yeah, and and you're gonna get that from a young kid, and that's so. not a knock on him by any means. He's, I mean, he's a young kid. He should be graduating right now from high school. I I honestly think if, if Shelley's gonna be number two, if if Huntley comes out, I I think Shelley's gonna go in. If it's a long period of time that Huntley's out for a couple games, then we see Tuttle. So, okay, here's a scenario. Huntley's the quarterback this year. Huntley will be a senior next year. He's the quarterback next year. That's why you redshirt. Tuttle, Tuttle. T- Tuttle takes over in uh, that'll be what twenty twenty one as a as a uh, redshirt redshirt sophomore at that point. 
Is Troy Taylor still his OC, and is Kyle Whittingham still his head coach? We could be on our third OC by the time uh, that happens. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, if realistically, if if the offense gets to a point where we hope and we maybe expect it to get to, Troy Taylor could be gone. And uh, if we have the type of success, does Kyle Whittingham stick around? We, if we win the South, heck, we win the Pac-12 in the next two years. You might call it a career. Just, just, no, it's just it's fodder. A, it's an interesting point. I, I know people talked about that on Twitter with the announcement of the Houston games, and that's what twenty three and twenty four. Yeah, I mean those are those are a ways off, but I know we're kind of getting in the weeds here a little bit. But it'll be interesting to see kind of how things uh, play out here in the future. Um, but I mean, I, I think you know we've kind of broken down most every position at this point. My takeaway is we've as we've done so. Is we've got depth and we've got we've got a ton of talent. I, I expect our defense to be lights out this year. Um, we've talked about it. Their ability, their ability um, in the secondary is going to be so fun to watch. And uh, I think again, we kind of sound like a broke record. It's not going to take the offense putting up 500 yards and scoring 50 points a game. If we can consistently put up 30, 35 points a game, this defense is is good enough to maybe get us to 10 wins. So it's really going to come down to can the offense continue to do what uh, we expect of them and where the, uh, where the hype is kind of headed in that regard. So it's there. You fans, get the tingles in the gut ready. 10 wins could be happening. If we get to 10 wins, we're winning the South. 10 wins will be a phenomenal season, and Scott, I definitely agree. I think 10 wins does put the Utes over for winning the South. So I think that will do it for our kind of season position preview. If you missed any episodes, don't worry. You can go back and listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and at our home. We are always there. You can always hear our dulcet tones. Wherever you'd like. Scott. Take it with you in the bathroom. Take it with you on the run. At work. We're great in the workplace. We always keep it professional. Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter? At Drum and Feather. And Scott? Uh, you can find me at Uteman underscore forever. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Uteman Podcast. Until next time, go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. We'll be till I die. Kayak. We're good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah. Along with Solomon Enos, uh, another newcomer is Terrell. Or John Perriman. <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> I feel like Cameron. <laughs> American Fork. Hi. Okay, Terrell Perryman. Another newcomer to the program this year, along with Enos. Dude, you sound like you're starting a like game show. <laughs> Another one we've got here. <laughs> when, when, when he when he when he meshes it together, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, and it was good. And then we got Terrell Perman. <laughs> a new car.
<laughs> Good luck sp- splicing that one together, Cameron. <laughs> Terrell Perriman, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I feel like Javelin Gertrude. <laughs>